face my fear while writing you this goodbye song i found a tear i'm gonna miss that smile i'm gonna miss you my friend even though it hurts the way it ended up i do it all again so play it sweet in heaven cause that's right where you want to be I'm not crying cause I feel so sorry for you Crying for me Tuesday morning, February 6th. Tough one today. We have uh, learned this morning of the passing of a legend overnight. The great Toby Keith has passed away. Uh, his social media sites letting us know in the middle of the night last night that he passed away peacefully in his sleep at the age of 62 in uh, Moore, Oklahoma. And tributes this morning, TJ, as people are waking up, starting to flood in. Uh, Brent Venables has posted this morning now on Twitter, uh, we are all better for knowing Toby, an amazing man who gave to so many, RIP brother, all love and prayers for his family. Zach Bryan has posted this morning. I can't necessarily repeat his post, uh, but he says America has lost a bleeping hero, man. <laughs> and they go on and on, and they will all day. Um, this is a this is a, a, a one that makes you weak in your knees a little bit this morning when you wake up, and I think that. I didn't, uh, like I said in the first hour, I was unaware that this was an imminent possibility and obviously knew that he was battling stomach cancer and, and uh, had certainly looked frail when you see him recently, but he also had been performing and had done some interviews. And So uh, uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little shaken uh, today, and we're going to try to keep doing a show and mixing some sports from time to time, but the appropriate thing seems to feel that uh, uh, as many of you who want to share some uh, thoughts and memories of uh, TK, we do so today. So I wasn't, I'm not going to pretend that, that we hung out. Uh, we weren't in the same circle, but certainly knew each other well, and uh, he traveled with the teams enough, and uh, we saw each other a lot of places. And I think of all the encounters, and forgive me, for those that have heard this story before, but my, I think my favorite story uh, about Toby is uh, he was performing. He was uh, Bob Stoops' retirement ceremony teach. We had the big fancy gala at the state fairgrounds um, after Bob announced his retirement, and this is where they were going to, they did unveil the uh, statue in his honor and everything. I don't know. Were you? Did you happen to be there that night, TJ? I can't remember. I, I was not there that night. No. And uh, I was honored to be asked to be one of the MCs that night for the event. Uh, I believe I can't. I was. I, I believe Dusty maybe was the other MC. I can't remember if it was Dusty or I think it was Dusty. Anyway, Toby Keith was performing, and so you know it's a big fancy event, and we got a we got a rehearsal and. Uh, walk through and all that kind of stuff so we're we're at the day before we're out at the fairgrounds and we're doing a we're doing a rehearsal and uh 
you know, my assumption is for a rehearsal, you know, Toby Keith does not need to be there, right? Like, he performs. Been there, done that, thousands right. of award shows. But sure. he was, he was. So there's a, there's a quote-unquote green, green room in the back, okay? And there's couches around and, and you know, you, you hang out there. It's not fancy, but you hang out there until you're waiting to go on the stage or whatever. And it's uh, separated from the public. There's a curtain and everything. So anyway, we're going through the rehearsal and I'm back in the green room and here comes Toby. Okay. And we don't, I've, I don't know that I've ever talked to him at this point. And so he sits down and, and I mind my business. And then and eventually as an icebreaker, that's not true. I had talked to him at Channel 9 because he had come out to Channel 9 a few times to be on the shows and stuff. Anyway, I I, I said, uh, TK, just to let you know, I'm going to Cabo in a couple of months. Me and uh, my wife and my buddy Travis and his wife had planned a trip to Cabo, TJ. We, we, but I, I know he has a place in Cabo. So I said, uh, I'm going to Cabo in a couple of months. Let me know if you got any recommendations. And he goes, you know, he asked where we're staying. And we told him. And he said, write down my cell number. And when you're about to go, text me. And I'll tell you everywhere you need to go. And he gives me his cell phone number. And I, I was like, okay, I'm not going to. Probably won't use this, but that's very nice <laughs> of him. I know how comfortable that makes you feel in situations like that. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. So anyway, the the, the day rolls around uh, to for us to go to Cabo, and I'm in the airport with Jenny, and uh, I was like, you know what? What's it going to hurt, right? So I shoot him a text on this number he's given me, which I don't know if it's a real number or if it's – I have no <laughs> idea. I text him. It's someone's fake number. I don't know. I text him, uh, heading to Cabo today. Let me know if there's if you got any recommendations. And nothing, you know. We get on the flight, we we go, we land, and when we land, you know, when you're coming down and you get underneath the, the cell tower or whatever, uh, you're supposed to have your your phone in airplane mode, Teach, but I didn't, so sue me. And hey, I, we're, we're coming in breaker. for. A, we're coming in for a landing, and I my phone dings, and it's like it says Toby Keith, and I'm like, you know, my heart kind of jumps. I'm like, oh my god, he texted me back. I'm a little girl, <laughs> and it is a multi-page text, okay, of all of his recommendations for what we where we need to go, what we need to do in Cabo, like not just like the names of restaurants, but detailed descriptions under each of what we should order, you know, what we need to know about it, in some cases where it is, how we get there, things like that. Like, I don't know, maybe eight restaurants and a couple of other places, maybe ten different places, okay? Golf course, there's golf course. Like, he, he's like, you got to play this golf course. And when you're on the, uh, I think it was the 15th hole, look to the left, that's my house. I'm not going to be there this weekend. You won't be able to miss it. You'll know which one is mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we land, and I tell Travis and Cammy, our friends, I was like, listen, just so you know, I mean, we don't have to do anything on here if you don't want to, but 
I texted Toby Keith, and he gave us a list of some things to do while we're here for one. And Cammy was like, "Are you kidding me? We're t- t- Toby Keith." I was like, "Yeah, he's a guy." So the first night we're there, there's a sushi place he recommended that was near our hotel. So we went to the sushi place, right? And it was unbelievable, like best sushi I've ever had in my life. And so at the restaurant, Travis decides we're doing everything on the list. Okay. So we did. We hit every restaurant, golf course, everything on the list of what we should do in Cabo. There was the, if you guys have ever been, the office, which is down on the beach. We went to Cabo Wabo, TJ, which you you know me. There isn't a place that could more be out of my (laughs) element than that place. But they had live music there. And so, you know, we went and we listened and hung out. Right. There was a place, uh, Flora Farms. I, I probably shouldn't say it out loud, but there's a place called Flora Farms, which I, is inland a bit, and it's a little scary to get there because you're like on s- some roads that you're like, where are they taking me? But when we got there, it was this un- most unbelievable farm-to-table restaurant in the middle of nowhere, and there was a little village around it and everything. And that's where we saw Simon Cowell there. Oh, I remember uh, that, yeah. yeah. And we did everything on the list. It was incredible. We played the golf course he told us to play. We got to the hole, and we looked to our left, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. That like, that house is unbelievable. Like, it's right on the ocean. It's right on this beautiful par three. It's the most incredible house I've ever seen in my life. That's Toby's house, blah, blah, blah. We go, and we do it all. We do it all, Teach. We did everything on the list, and it was incredible. I get home, and uh, OU is in the Orange Bowl against – and I thanked him, okay? We texted him. We thanked him. Whatever. Uh, we're, we're in the Orange Bowl and uh, Miami, and we lose to Alabama. The Kyler Murray Tua Tungavailoa, I believe, right? Showdown. And I've got a rental car that I've been uh, – I know this is a bit of a jump cut, but just hang with me here. I've got a rental car – that uh, we've been driving around the radio crew in so we don't have to rack up. Because the previous time we went, we racked up a bunch of Uber fees, okay? It was very expensive in Miami. So we decided this time we're just getting a big SUV and we'll drive around everywhere. So uh, the game's played. It's a night game. Uh, We do the whole post-game show, right? I take the crew back to the hotel, drop them off at the hotel, and then I have to return the car to the Miami airport, which is on the other side of town. And I drive it. I drop it off. It's like 2 in the morning when I drop it off. I get an Uber to take me back to our hotel, which is over like Fort Lauderdale. It was a long ways. I come rolling in at 4 in the morning, okay? We're, our flight's leaving at like 7. And I come rolling in by myself at 4 in the morning, starving. And there is a hospitality room in the hotel for the team and the uh, you know people that are traveling with them in the official party and stuff. And I'm sure that it's closed and it's four o'clock in the morning. But I was like, if, if there's any hope for me having any food, there has always been food in this hospitality room. I'm going to go up there and just see if there's any left out chicken fingers or anything, you know, I can. Uh, and so I go up to the whatever floor it was and the only there's four people. Sitting at a table, it was Toby and Trish and Joe Castiglione and Kristen, his wife. 
the four of them are sitting at this round table. And there is still a little bit of food out. And so I'm, they're talking over there, okay? I'm like, I'm trying to sneak in and not even be seen. And so I sneak around, I get a little bit of food, and I hear, Big T! That's what he always called me. I, was, I turn around, and Toby's hollering at me, Come here, come here, come hang out with So I go over, and I pull up a chair to this table with Toby and his wife and Joe and his wife, and 4 o'clock in the morning, right? And obviously... <laughs> Some beverages have been consumed. <laughs> well, of course. And, uh, you know, he's asking me about the game, and we're talking about this, and I don't even know what we're talking about. But at some point I say, hey, man, I just want to say thank you again for the list of of places to go in Cabo. We did it all. It was amazing. It was it was so kind of you to share that with us. We, we real on behalf of my wife and my friends. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Big T, he goes Big T. Next time you're in Cabo, you're staying at my place. You let me know when you're going, and the house is yours. <laughs> now remember what I told you about this house, TJ. Right. <laughs> right. It is. Unbelievable. Look, folks, I'm just telling you, this is unbelievable. You can imagine. And I'm like, nah, you don't have to do that. You go, no, you let me know where you're going. And the house is yours. And I'm like, oh. So, you know, the next day, I text Jenny and I text our friends. And I was like, you're not going to believe this exchange I had with Toby last night. He said the next time we go to Cabo. Well, immediately, like, we got to start planning the trip. (laughs) And I said, you know, I should probably throw out a caveat here. Some alcohol had been consumed, okay? So the promise had been made. You know, I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm just telling you. So before we start planning this trip, let me let me see if I can get confirmation that this is an actual thing. Next time I run into him, I'll say something. So a couple months later, maybe not even a couple months later, I'm out of Belmar, Teach. And sure enough, I pull up. In the cart, and right there to the right in the restaurant is Toby. And he's having lunch, and he's just looking over the course. And I pull up and said, hey, TK. He goes, Big T! <laughs> I, like, I, I go over, and I sit by him, and I'm like, uh, how you doing? And he's talking. I said, hey, I'm heading back to Cabo in a couple of months. I think we're going to go back to Cabo. He goes, oh, man, have a great time. <laughs> My heart dropped. My heart dropped. I was like, uh, and so I tried again. I was like, you know, man, I haven't seen you since that night in Miami that uh, we hung out. Trying to to bring back memories. Yeah, I'm trying to jar his memory. (laughs) I was like, it's like four in the morning. And uh, I got back. I saw you at the the hotel. And uh, uh, that was fun. And he goes, oh, really? like, I don't, I don't remember much about that night. After we lost, I don't remember much. I was like, dadgummit. So I texted uh, Jenny and my friends, and I was like, I don't think we got the house. So, um, Oh, that is funny. He wrote, TJ, he, I don't know if you remember this, he wrote a testimonial for the book. It's on the back cover of Unhitch the Wagon. Uh, very kind of him. He's got a million things going on in his life, and he took the time to Write a testimony for our book. And honestly, maybe the um, 
you know, one of the ways that uh, was most near and dear to us, Jenny and I, is his kids' corral, which Mm -hmm. is an amazing place. And I know that some of you are aware, maybe most of you are aware of of his uh, love for Allie's house was the name of the charity, but he created that TK's kids' corral over by Children's Hospital, OU Children's Hospital, where families could stay free of charge while their children went through cancer treatment. And have you ever been by there, Teach? Any reason to ever go by there? No. I mean, I know where it's at, but I've never like been to the facility it, or anything. Uh, it's it's a, a beautiful place. And uh, um, Jenny had a reason because of her former job to do some work with them. And we took him a bunch of books at one point to give to the kids. And and then uh, she was uh, a part of a, an auction that, uh, uh, you know, we TK was doing a fundraiser for and all this kind of stuff. And uh, got to be with them out at the, it was at the Riverwind Casino that night. And the work with the kids' corral and, uh, and uh, Allie's house and everything, just such a, you know, an impactful thing and near and dear to our hearts and just such a beautiful legacy that he now leaves going forward, among many other things, to help people, which unfortunately uh, was the disease that in the end uh, took his life as well. So, oh, man, I think we're all hurting a little bit today uh, with the passing of, of an absolute legend, the great Toby Keith, gone at the age of 62. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. TK partying with the girls after the uh, College World Series last year at the bar. Oh, it's a great video. It's it is a great a, video. It is a great video. Great time. Uh, this hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. Clinical trial opportunities right here in Oklahoma. If you want more information, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Drake, if you're listening, remind me. And Perry reminded me of this, but I don't remember exactly why. The last time Toby was in here cutting some of those spots for Ford, they had him like a big spread out here on the desk, and he didn't touch any of it. I don't remember what all was out there, but there was some cookies. And I don't remember why, but Drake was so angry over the cookies. And I cannot remember why. why. And then he was more angry when Toby didn't have anything. So that was the night that Toby came back from Cabo. So he didn't want any of the food. He didn't want any of that. He was he was uh, just taking the jet overnight and got back. Drake to, angry? I, about I can't the cookies. remember what was the thing about the cookies that set him off, but he was mad for two, three days over these cookies, and I cannot remember why. But it was hilarious, and he would be stomping through the hallways, mad over cookies, and I cannot remember why he 
was so mad over the cookies. Why did you guys? So he came in to record a spot, and we felt like we needed a buffet there for him. Ah, uh, they. I mean, you've seen some. You know, you've been here a time or two when we've had the lunch buffets, and it's got a nice spread there with fajitas, whatever it may be. Yeah. Chick fil A's come by here. Over on 12th Avenue, wonderful people over there, by the way. They can help you with all of your uh, Super Bowl parties. You can get with them, and they'll get you some trays and stuff. Um, They bring you the countdown clock, too, here at the ref. But this spread was the nicest we've ever had. Because Toby was coming in to cut these spots for Ford and this and that. and um, This is a while back um, when this this happened, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, he didn't touch any of it. Like nothing that they brought in to drink for him. Nothing, none of the food. And sure. I don't remember. It, it, there was cookies here from somewhere, and I cannot remember why it set Drake off. You think the uh, impression was, "Well, I'm starving, but I'm going to hold off until I get to the radio station. I bet they've got some oh, food for this, me." That's what it was. There. So the agency that was responsible for this brought in the spread. That's why it was so much oh, okay. food. So when they were leaving, they were just going to leave. And Tracy, that's what it was. Tracy Gray said, well, this is y'all's food. Take it back to your agency and let your employees have it. And Drake didn't get any of the cookies. That's what it was. He was mad he didn't get one. He was mad cookies. at Tracy. Because she sent back all the food. telling him to take the and food. And they took the cookies before Drake could get a cookie. That's what it was. <laughs> he was so mad at her. Like, why would you tell him that? They brought the food for us. Why would you tell him to take the food back? <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, that's what it was. He was so mad over that. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you can never I remember shoot. feeling like a similar, like after your Christmas party this year, when you didn't <laughs> offer us any tamales. That is not true. I was like, we came all the way down here. He didn't offer us any tamales. <laughs> Why would he not offer us any tamales? <laughs> Very similar. Uh, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Several people in here. Uh, apologies, too. You know, we opened the show that way. We hate opening the show with news like that. We've had to do it on way too many occasions over the yeah. years. Uh, but some woke up at 7 o'clock and were calling me during that first break. They're like, wait a minute. Why was Toby telling this story about TK? And so mm. if you are just waking up, unfortunately, uh, we did lose Toby Keith last night. Uh, 62 years old. Um, family released at what, probably two, three in the morning on social media somewhere in there mm-hmm. that it kind of uh, broke nationally. Well, he packed a lot of life into 62 years, man. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Um, really, in the last 30, because I, but when did he, he hit the big time? He was after 30 years old, right? He was an older star when he broke out. Um, like he wasn't some, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old. Right. Yeah. Let me see when his, he was born in 61. Uh, when did, how do you like me now come out? Cause that was, his... I want to say 91. I want to say right around our senior year. He released his breakthrough single. How do you like me now in late 1999? Oh, 99. I thought so we were in high school. 38 when that came out. That can't be right. Well, this is Wikipedia, so. Oh, you said, how do you like me now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Should have been yeah. a cowboy. Should have been a cowboy. Yeah. Uh, Reese's first, uh, he released, uh, he released his first four studio albums. Uh, let me scroll down. Re- read a text and I'll find this. Uh, Terry from Edmond says, we're all going to miss seeing Toby on that OU sideline. We lost an icon last night. 
He epitomized what an Oklahoman is, a very patriotic state that doesn't take crap from any outsiders. His memory and songs will live on forever. 93. So 32 years old when Should Have Been a Cowboy came out. And that's when he went big. I didn't know he he busked on, on Music Row in Nashville. I hadn't seen that before. Uh, it says in the early 90s, uh, he went to Nashville where he hung out and busked on Music Row at a place called Hound Dogs. Hmm. I don't think I knew that either. But that, see Toby Keith sitting out front for working for tips. <laughs> Uh, this texter says, Toby Keith never acted like he was too good to be out in public. I've seen him no. all over Norman over the years, and while I never approached him, he always seemed to treat those that did with kindness. Proud Absolutely. he represented our state. I, I never, ever, in any circumstance, saw him big-time anyone. A- anybody who ever wanted a picture, an autograph, or uh, just to talk to him or bend his ear or anything, I never saw the man ever big-time anyone. Let's see here. Just tuning in. Uh, but TK with Wayman again. Rest in peace, Toby. I've been tore up all morning. Yeah, that song I played at the top of the hour was very fitting as far as the lyrics go, but that was the song that he wrote for mm. for Wayman, um, yeah. Crying for Me, Wayman's song. And he performed that at Lloyd Noble um, when they honored Wayman. Um, wrote that probably one of those, like you said, he probably sat down and wrote it for Wayman in a matter of minutes. But um, fitting lyrics now for for him as we talk about uh, him and his life today. Um, I remember listening to the Red, White, and Blue in Baghdad in 2003. The military loved him and his support. That's from Toby in the Pentagon. Pastor Andy in BA says he came to Afghanistan when I was serving there with the 82nd Airborne Division in 2010. Our unit had taken massive casualties. Having someone like him come to do a concert wow. was an incra- incredible morale booster. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, I mean, you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Healing in the Heartland was the name of that concert. Someone texted in here. Okay. I did fi- I'm glad you mentioned that. I did find a list here, and I, I forgot to circle back to it here. Uh, over 60,000 people attended, raising money for tornado relief. Uh, Garth Brooks opened the show. And then he had to take off because he had a concert that yes. night somewhere else. Trisha Yearwood was there. Ronnie Dunn. Willie Nelson performed. Mel Tillis. John Anderson. Wade Hayes. Sammy Hagar. And I, there were others. And then, of course, uh, his daughter Crystal performed. She sang the national anthem. And then, of course, he he uh, closed the show. Magical day. It was a 145 great day. Great. degrees outside. And they packed Owen Field to help raise money for uh, tornado victims. Uh, very cool day. Very cool day. Uh, good morning, guys. Bob interviewed TK on Sellout Crowd a few months yeah. ago. Toby told some hilarious stories and told Bob just how proud Sooner Nation is of Drake Stoops. Thanks for all the stories. Rest in peace, TK. That, that's the thing. Like I, I, That's why it was so surprising this morning. We knew he had been sick. We knew the battle he had been going through, but... The th- all the things he had done recently, from the Vegas shows to uh, receiving the Icon Award and performing that night, um, talking about getting out on the road, I think that's why it was so surprising, just doing the, the interviews with, with Sellout Crowd. And I know he did some not- News 9 stuff here recently. Um, well, well, I was lucky enough to be uh, at the Jason Aldean concert. I think that was in October or November oh, there. when he came out and performed Should Have Been a the Cowboy that night. Crazy, and it just went nuts, it? just went nuts for him. So, 
Um, that's what may, That's why I wonder. I wonder if this was unexpected or if if they knew, and there was kind of a last flurry to uh, last hurrah that he wanted to, to go on. Yeah, did, I want to perform a few more times. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Toby Keith's tribute to Wayman Tisdale is one among one of my favorites. This texter says. Uh, Sooner Judy says, so sad to lose Toby. It was awesome to see him supporting the Sooners. He was a great country artist. He will be missed. The OU softball team will always have that memory. So special. <laughs> Prayers to his family. That's awesome. That was a, just a – that was so cool. Uh, thank, uh, this is the first I'm hearing of TK's passing. I've seen Toby many times, but my favorite will always be when he performed – in the hangar bay at the USS Enterprise when I was deployed in 2012. Great Sooner, great American. Man, we're hearing from a lot of military people. That's very yeah. cool about... about uh, and he would probably be the thing he'd be most proud of. Yeah, That and absolutely. the crowd, like you mentioned earlier, those are a couple of mm-hmm. things that he would want his name being remembered for. I mean, it's one thing to be famous, you know? Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's one thing to be famous and to write hit songs and to have a lot of people know you and, and like to sing your songs and all that kind of stuff. But to do something good with it is is not everybody does that. And whether it was his patriotism and helping the troops or whether it was uh, the help of, you know, his determination to help families with with kids with cancer. Uh, he had such a soft heart for such a big, intimidating man. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Now, Red Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap I did and see, uh, I gotta give credit where credit's due. I saw a, a tweet from uh, Eddie this morning, Teach, that said the Lloyd Noble Center tonight should serve all beverages in Red Solo Cups. Well, without a doubt, I'm for that just going forward. I can just Which, do that every, every game. It really is a genius idea. I don't even know if that's possible or allowed or what, but... Can you imagine seeing everybody in the arena with red solo cups tonight? Uh, Holding them up, singing that song during a break, yeah. Oh, come on. Please, please play some TK music during breaks for everybody to sing to tonight at the LNC. And if there's any way we can get the... uh, Somebody's going to have to go buy every red solo cup they can find at Sam's and Costco in town, Teej. Yeah. But if there's any way we could pull that off... And get the uh, uh, I'm, tr- I'm blanking now on the name of our concessions, uh, you know, company. But if there's any way we can get them to cooperate, that would just be <laughs> awesome. And if you can't get it done that tonight, awesome. you do know what Saturday is. I mean, that would be even great for that oh, game. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, a little that'd bedlam. Be, uh, yeah, so that'd be good uh, too. Everybody could join in on that, right? That's a great idea. Yeah, I, I, one more quick story. Uh, the game after, so, you know, every once in a while we'll get somebody uh, special to do the scene setter for us and voice it. And the game after the big Jalen Hurts comeback in Waco, I reached out to Mitch, Toby's guy, 
and said, any chance I could get TK to voice the scene setter this week? And uh, he got back to me and said, uh, yeah, just shoot us over a script, and he says he'll do it. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I wrote a script, sent it to him. Uh, next day I got it back, uh, put it together. And I, uh, before we you know, sent it out, I sent it back to Mitch and said, hey, have him listen to it. I just want to make sure you guys are happy with it before we do this, you know. And so sent it back to him. And like an hour later, I get a text back that said, Toby says he can do it better. Uh, we'll get you a better one here in a second. I was like, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Like, you know, it wasn't just a, yeah, whatever, I'll do this. You you know, I gotta, I, I'm, I'm writing hit songs. I'm traveling the world. Here's a cute little thing you asked me to do. This is good enough. It was, he, he did it. He listened to it. He critiqued himself and said, I mean, this is going out to Sooner Nation. I can do it better. And and so he, he did another one, and he it was better. You know, the first one was great, and the second one was better. And uh, I don't know. I just always thought that's the only person that has ever listened to it, you know, the ones that they've done. And, it's like, your son didn't do that, TJ. He didn't Your son didn't no. text me back and go, you know what, Toby, well, I can do it better. Unlike Toby but, Keith, my son's a professional, got it right on the first take. He got it so. right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, that's know, cool, though. That's cool. And you know uh, you're, you're, at, you're saying that he does this silly little thing. I bet he was thrilled to do that because, um, you know, you've had a lot of great people do that scene setter, so... I'm sure by the time he was asked, he was like, about time know. Toby asked me to do the scene yeah. setter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's thrilled or not, but he 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 he, he gave it his all, you know, which was which – was, I, I was honored. I was honored. Oh, we got Porter Moser coming up at 8.15. We haven't talked much about this OU-BYU game, so uh, we will come on up. Um, we're behind – I got behind uh, telling stories and stuff this morning, so let's get caught up. Quick break here. More of your text messages to come. Uh, we're talking with Coach here in a bit as well. We'll get TJ's gut for tonight's game and who you got for the games and all that kind of stuff ahead. It is a uh, unfortunately sad Tuesday morning edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed. Visit them online, HightowerClinical.com, or call or text 405-831-5905. You want some text? You want to hit the phone? What, what would you like to do? Here? Yeah, let's do it. Gum it. This is a hard show today, Tej, man. It is a hard uh, show. Let's do, let's do some texts. Uh, a couple of texts here. Um, 918 says, you got us all crying today. I'm sorry. Right. We don't mean to. Um, I don't think we've got you crying. I think your memories, the memories have you crying. Perhaps, now. yes. Uh, rest in peace, Toby, says Slim Brady. Uh, oh, so sad. I just uh, shed a grown man tear for Toby. Had to give a lesson to the song he wrote for Wayman this morning. Uh, yeah, if there's kids out there that hadn't heard that song, uh, Crying for mm. Me by Toby Keith is just an outstanding song. Great song. Um, yeah. Go listen to that today. 
Toby, such have, a, have we played "Let the Old Man In" yet? Not yet. I'll, I'll, okay. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it top of next hour. That was one okay. of those that I was like, "You sent it to me," and I'm like, "Boy, it's hard. that it's one's hard. hard." Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, let's play the. Is it the? Uh, is it the video I sent you with the performance? At, I can uh, play that one. Yeah, I've got. I've got it here. So yes. Well, I don't care which one it is. It doesn't matter. But I want to listen to quite a bit of that one. Uh, Burley says, OMG, such an epic story, Big T. Thanks for sharing that, smiley face. See, you've told that story, but you had left out that he offered the house because I think you were still hoping that you were going to get to stay at the house, so you had never brought it up well, on I the air. No, I, I know he listens a lot, and so I didn't want to... Well, I didn't want to... You know, maybe he's listening and he feels guilty, and like, you know what I mean. So, right. Yeah. Wait a minute, I said what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, there was really, when you're sitting at four in the morning in a hotel ballroom, giant hotel ballroom, and and it's just you and TK and Joe and and their wives, I was like, what am I doing at this table? You know what I mean? Like, it's really one of those moments where I'm just like, this is unbelievable. Like, I'm exhausted. I'm not going to get any sleep as it is, or flight leaves in like two hours, but there's no way I'm leaving because I just want to sit here and just tell stories or actually just listen, listen to, to him. Stories. Listen to these two guys tell stories. For I'll never forget that night. Had I been there and he had been in that condition, there was one story I would have asked him about. He's denied it over the years, but I wanted, I would want to know in that situation after he's had a few if it was really true that him and Chris Christopherson got into a major fight at Willie Nelson's 70th birthday party. <laughs> He's denied it for years, but that rumor and story has been out there that him and Christopherson fought at Willie's um. birthday party. Um, so, apologies to some of you. I, I think I scared oh, you sooner girl for life when I'm reading some of these and they're just tuning in and I'm saying rest in peace, Toby, or sending thoughts and prayers out to Toby. Um, that probably was confusing for some of you it said that she did not realize what was going on this morning and um yeah thought we had lost you for a second so that it's not happening that's not happening uh it says don't have to drink out of the red solo cup just hand them out at the door have a moment of silence and point them up everyone hold up the red solo cup in tribute uh rest in peace tk i like it okay just make it the giveaway at the door tonight yeah Yeah. that works that works yeah man you might be right, though. Maybe, but tonight it's fresh. I mean, Saturday might be better because it's bedlam. But tonight, you know, I don't know. We got to do something. I just want to sing. I just want to hear the whole crowd singing along. You know, I'm sure plenty of that will happen during timeout. Absolutely. Uh, you want to get Ringo in here real quick? He was. Yeah, he had sure. a uh, story for us. Yeah, sure. Let's get Ringo in here. Hey, Ringo. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, I got a quick Toey story. My my wife and I. This would have been, I guess, it, I think it was 2006, around August of 2006, when it right, it was right after the Bomar stuff had gone on. And we were out in Nashville for the weekend for her birthday. And we're at this little bitty dive bar down on Printer's Alley. And all of a sudden, my wife's like, hey, I think that's Toby Keith just walked in. There's probably 50 people in there. It's a really small place. And... She goes up and talks to him. Of course, he's got his Belmar hat on. He, he They motion me over, and he buys us a couple of beverages. And, uh, of course, we talked about the Belmar deal. And he said, listen, I'll say this. He said, OU football wasn't built on one quarterback. 
and it's not going to crumble with one quarterback. And he proceeded to get called up on the stage and sing a few songs with the house band there that night. Again, there's probably 50 people there. He's the biggest – that was at peak Toby Keith days then, and he just could not have been nicer. So, great dude. Um, Our weird transition from that to this, but, hey, Toby, are ready for uh, college baseball? I know. I'm super excited to see – you know, I don't want to give too much here, but I'm pretty close with the Willits guys, and – I don't know if you know this. Eli's got a messed up broken hand right now, but I didn't uh, know that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen. I hope somebody can go hit some long balls and protect Madron in the middle of that lineup, but pretty excited, pretty excited. So all right, know, go sooner. Okay. Thanks. I, uh, we, we got our call with, uh, uh, skip as soon as the show's over this morning, looking forward to hearing a little bit more, but they brought in the a couple of power hitters to hopefully do exactly what you said. And uh, I think Jackson's going to start, Teach. I mean, we'll we'll find out, but I think Jackson Willits is going to be their starting shortstop, maybe second base. No, I think Jackson will be at second base. I think you're going to have a Jackson middle infield. Jackson Nicholas, Jackson Willits. Well, that um, won't get confusing for you. At least in the fall, that was kind of the thought out there, that he was playing great and he'd probably be their starting shortstop. But we'll, we'll see. As a true freshman, that would be amazing. Top of the hour break. Uh, Porter Moser joins us live at 815. We'll be back. Never felt that tune.